You're listening to Brave New Words. I'm your host, Ed Fortune, and I'm here with... I'm Ross. I'm Del. And on today's show, we're going to do some book judging, as our mailbags are full of books. Uh, We are not going to do any listener correspondence, even though we have had some letters. Please don't stop. No, 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 please don't stop. Um, You're all lovely, please keep writing in. But uh, we haven't got time for correspondence, and certain correspondence, you know who you are. So, coming up next, a jingle. This, this is Fabrian International. That was lovely. Oh, a lovely jingle. <laughs> so, we've got a box. We do have a box. Are we going to talk about the box? Shall we do the box? Oh! Okay, so... We normally judge books. <laughs> it's just the covers of them. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, but today we're looking at the box that the cover is inside. Yes, um, well, the cover of the box is good as well. Yes, actually. So this is a this is a, a like a, one of those subscription book box things, fairyloot.com. Yes. So on um, Instagram, Instagram is a great platform for subscription boxes to get people quite excited about their product. Um, and there's loads out there, um, some of which we've looked at previously. Like we've looked at Wizarding World, haven't we? From which is an official Loot Crate one. Um, and Writers Crate. Yeah, there's Writers Crates. Um, Owl Crate is a kind of YA fantasy one. Um, and essentially, Fairy Loot is a YA fantasy subscription box as well, um, with a big Instagram presence, and they're very good at making everything look pretty. But what they do um, is they announce the theme uh the month towards basically almost two months a a bit over a month before they'll announce the theme of a coming box um and you don't have to actually subscribe you can buy a one-off um so february's theme was twisted fairy tales or something along those lines and i thought that sounded really interesting and because you could buy a one-off i bought february's box so March's is something about, it's like memorable moments or something. And they're going to announce April's this weekend. Well, the weekend we're talking, anyway. Um, but I was really excited by the idea of Twisty Fairy Tales. And I purchased the box and it came and it's very pretty and it's black. And it has a picture of a fairy on the top. And it says fairylootcrate.com. Or, no, fairyloot. It doesn't say fairylootcrate. It says fairyloot.com on one side. And then it says my books, my treasure on the other side. Because track books are awesome and yes. treasures. So, plan was to unbox it today. The thing I didn't think about is that if you unbox something on a show, it will be sealed. Um, oh, I might be able to unseal it with this thing that I have just found. We have sharp implements we in the book nook. We have sharp objects in the book nook. One, if you get sure a loot crate, you may require a sharp ob- implement to yes. cut through sellotape. Just the sellotape, but that's exciting. Yeah, don't cut the rest of it. No, yeah. Yeah, cut into the box. <gasps> the sellotape has been opened. Oh, the box has got a little quote when you first open it. So fairy tales are more than true, not because they tell us that dragons exist, but because they tell us that dragons can be beaten. Uh, yeah. Which is J.K. Chesterton and N. Gaiman. I wonder who N. Gaiman is. <laughs> <laughs> Some obscure writer no one's ever heard of, probably. Is that J.K. Chesterton's? Is that J.K. Chesterton that quote that's in Brief Lives? 
Is that oh. that? I think it might be. Sorry, anyway. I would assume yes. So there's uh, a bigger coat on the inside of the box. There's oh god. Which <laughs> Del has completely missed. Oh god, is it a story? There may be a fairy tale on the inside of the box. There might be a fairy tale on the inside of the box. Well, now, now the the was, listener definitely has to buy one of these. There was once a girl who wished very much for magic and adventure, but she could not obtain her wish. One day, she was helping her grandmother clean out her attic. She happened upon an ancient map. The map showed a secret spot deep in the forest that was marked as a fairy glade. Like this is definitely a fairy tale inside the box. That's incredible. Like on the box. What a wonderful little idea. But no, I absolutely didn't notice that because there's a little piece of artwork. Twisted Tales, that's what it was called. So this is the spoiler card. Brilliant. The first thing you open if you want has got what you're about to find in the box on it. But it's got yeah, a nice piece of artwork that was the artwork they were using to teaser the image, really. This is, it appears to be Red Riding Hood and the yes. wolf. Yes, apart from in the Instagram image, I thought it was Red Riding Hood with rabbit ears. But the rabbit ears are eyes. <laughs> I when I first saw that, my instant thought was that she had bunny ears, and then I, I saw more closely and realised that those are in fact luminous eyes of a very large wolf. A very large wolf. See, and I saw the wolf straight away. I didn't see the bunny ears. <laughs> what does that say about me? It, it, that 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 is a that is a Rorschach test, isn't it? It's like, what do you see? Uh, bunny ears? No, I see a. No, I see a fluffy bunny, not a wolf. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm dead. That's... <laughs> Natural selection suggests we wouldn't get very far. But it, it, no, it could be. It can be... No. People wear bunny ears. Our, our predators were vorpal bunnies. Out of, out, out of that documentary that I saw. Nice. Uh, what was it? Monty Python and the Holy Grail. That, that yeah. was a documentary. Oh, documentary, yeah. Yeah, yeah that one. <laughs> well, we're clearly, you know, clearly Ross comes from an environment with wolves. So yeah, that, there you go. Yeah, we're the rabbits from that uh, rabbit island. That there are no predators, they don't need to be scared. There's socks. It comes with socks. It comes with socks. Because the witch is... in the gingerbread house socks. They're little purple socks covered in little witches' houses and witch witches' hats and cottages. That's could be a witch. Could be a witch That's cottage. Really cute. I think it's definitely a witch cottage. It it's be. a gingerbread house. It says so. Oh, it's the well, witch. Well, the witch. Um, well, no, witch preferred. A witch lived there. A, wi- a yes. witch's house is a gingerbread house. Yes. Though. Yeah. And not all, not all, gin- not all witches' houses have to be shaped like a witch's hat. It's a little <laughs> bit too obvious. Sometimes. They just have to be made out of gingerbread. That's. I always wondered about that. I really like, like gingerbread. I'd fall for it. But but it's gingerbread in the middle of a forest. You'd be looking there, and there'd be at least one overly diabetic bunny cheering <laughs> on cheering on the side of the building. And yeah. Like, and like I've made structural gingerbread before. <laughs> like like I've made gingerbread that's hard enough to to like support something else because I've made like fancy cakes. And you're like, well, I don't want to make it out of. I don't want to use stuff that won't that you can't eat. Mm. So you make structural gingerbread, and structural gingerbread you really can't eat. It's a, it's a cardboard, but in fe- in you know in theory you can dunk it in tea long enough. And uh, can, you know it can it can kind of. Be well, heavy. maybe that's why there's not diabetic rabbits because there's no tea to dunk it in. It's like you can't put cake on the floor, can like when mm. you're in a field because of ants. Mm. But if it's too hard to eat, the animals are going to leave it alone, so it'll still look really tempting. I'm just thinking, if gingerbread is a building material, does that mean for a gingerbread man, is that is a gingerbread man a golem? Oh, yes. That yeah. would make perfect sense. Okay. Okay. Perfect sense. Yeah. <laughs> perfect sense. What other things? 
There's a little black <laughs> pot. Questions. The hinterland, oak moss and tea leaves. <gasps> it's a candle! Ooh! Oak moss and tea leaves candle. That smells really nice, actually. Really gentle. This is great radio. It is. <laughs> um, it smells... It's, it's, it smells very rose. Is it supposed to be rose? I think it's. it just says oak moss and tea leaves, so I'm assuming that's what's going on. It's very gentle. Mm. No, no, I get the oak moss and tea leaves. I, I get... Mm. The, the, it's a, that very kind of tea smell. Mm. If you get that when I say rose, what I mean is like the, the colour rose. Spice. I literally knew that I was like, Ed is going to say a colour and forget that we don't all have his synesthesia. <laughs> Ed will say, it smells of purple. <laughs> <laughs> well, it smells of blood. Anyway. Mm, it's um, very, I think sometimes, I, I don't get me wrong, I like candles and scented candles, but they can be too much. Whereas actually, this is quite nice. It's got an almost like salty note to it as well though, which is still good. Like it smells clean. It's like a nice clean candle, is, is how I would say this. There's a oh, there's stuff under the box. I'm gonna look at the stuff under the box first. Yeah, in there's the box, a lot of in a box. His box section. Yeah, there's a lot of purple. What's it called? Yes, packaging uh, stuff, paper. The, yeah, packaging material. The, the fan stuff. The not fan. Yeah, like corrugated. Really used to, no, Con yeah, corrugated. Lots of corrugated stuff. Oh, there's a bookmark. But it does hide a lot of stuff. Yeah, bookmark. Yeah, little um, another Red Riding Hood bookmark, but from a different artist. She's huge, and now the wolf is small. Yes. So, so something has changed. <laughs> something has changed. She definitely doesn't have bunny ears, though. But they're both blonde, interestingly. Um, wolves may lurk in every guise. Ooh, maybe this is suggesting that Red is the wolf. Who knows? Uh, but this is a bookmark from Ink and Wonder Designs. They're oh amazing sorry um i've literally was just looking at these guys instagram a couple of days ago they make wooden bookmarks but they um all of the wooden bookmarks have like really nice artwork on them and they do it for various different fandoms and stuff so i definitely recommend giving them a look um but yeah ink and wonder bookmark lovely we're brave new words on instagram aren't we yeah we are brave underscore new underscore words on instagram um and yeah kind of full of lots of pictures of books essentially you'll <laughs> yeah. see pictures of books we put book news on there as well oh it's a bag of something luminous green and it says poisonous <laughs> okay oh they're poisonous bath salts Ooh, poison. oh poison poison bath salts for your enemies yeah um... <laughs> so it's it's got like a, a poisonous apple as in Snow White. Ah, ah fairy tales. Fairy tales. Juicy apple scented, scented bath salts. Apple scented bath salts. Luminous green poisonous apple scented bath salts. Little heart gift. Stock product. Okay. It's a picture of an absolute idiot. Oh no, it's a reflective surface. Um, <laughs> right. I, I do worry about the, the, the kind of product which labels itself as... I mean, uh, uh, no, no. In the, in the right way, because you're supposed They're to bath salts, you're yeah, not no. supposed to... Bath yeah, salts. It says poisonous! Them. Yeah, don't eat them. <laughs> well, no, I wouldn't... Yeah, no, no, I know, it's, it's saying it's poisonous, but in this instance, fair enough. Yeah. That, that looks, <laughs> don't consume. That looks delicious, actually. It looks, it, looks, it looks quite shabby. They do look tasty. I feel like I want... Because they're so green, and salt on cakes is such a nice thing, I feel like I want to drizzle them over, like, a nice, um, like chocolate brownie or something with, with some Tide Pods on the outside <laughs> <Yeah>. cool <laughs> bath 
salts, that's cool. So I've got bath salts and a candle, so I can have a candle with a bath. And then you got socks when you get out of the bath. And socks when I get out the bath. Um, okay, so I think it's now the book, which is in a dust cover. Ooh. It's in a nice little fairy loot dust cover and little book that says happy, a little bag, sorry, that says happy reading. So let's open the box before we open the book. A box in a box. I will turn him into a flea and then I'll put that flea in a box and I'll put that box in a box and I'll mail it to my side. It's a mug! Oh, it's like a fairy tale mug. It's got a gingerbread house, not without a diabetic rabbit. And then a little cottage in the wood and a castle and a tower with Rapunzel's hair. Oh, what a lovely little thing. It's got, oh, there is, it is, what's it, an Anjuli. I'm probably saying that wrong. That's the only thing to suggest who's done the artwork. So I'm assuming that's potentially been made for fairy loops. If it's not got any further info on it and it's not promoing itself. Yay, mug! That is lovely. Mugs are good. I do like tea. I can have a tea in the bath with a candle reading my book with the bookmark to save my page and socks when I get out. This is very well thought out. It is. Um, Next time, wine glass, please. Oh no, wait, why? Eh? It is an entire. Se- <laughs> yeah. It is an entire settlement on the outside of this mug because all the trees have got windows in as well. <gasps> it's, all the it's... trees have got windows. Oh, they do. I, I assume that it's Red White Riding Hood, uh, Rapunzel, and um, Hansel and Gretel because you've got yeah. Gingerbread House, uh, Red White Riding Hood. There's a spinning wheel. There's yeah. a castle and a tower. And a little frog with a crown on. Um, and He's there's not actually something... a prince. He just wants to be kissed. Yeah. There's something frog. here with an apple on top of it, but I can't quite make out what it is. Could it be a crow? Mm, it's like a box, potentially. I'm not sure. Oh, but it's very lovely. Let's look at the book! Yay, book! Surprise book. Um, from what I remember, one of the reasons why I was excited about this edition and one of the reasons why I purchased it is they said that the edition of the book that's here is an edition solely for Fairy Loop. So I was like, that's pretty cool. It's hardback. It's hardback, which means I'm going to drop it on my face. It's got a note. It does have a note. And Fairy Scoop. It's called St- uh, The Hazel Wood by Melissa Albert. Ooh, it's very pretty. It's very blue with lovely little leaves. What's the blue? What's it about? Should we judge it by its cover? We shall. This sounds like a good starting point. <laughs> it's a good place to start with judging books by their covers. Let's judge some books by their covers. Starting with The Hazel Wood. It's very blue. Which is cool because one of my pet peeves in theatre is when someone takes me to the woods and they put a green light on. And I've never sat in green light in woods before. Um, or like when someone evil comes out and they put a red light on them and you're like, no, 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 we don't need this. We're all clever people. I like that it's blue. Um, but even though the title is The Hazel Word, at the top it says Stay Away From, which is in nice gold letters. The back is just quotes. Okay. Um, so I literally have no idea what this is, but I'm assuming if it's starting with Stay Away From and it's called The Hazel Woods. And it's in a fairy And it's in box. A Twisted Tales. Maybe, yeah, this is a take on Duh. Little Red. Don't go into the woods tonight. Alice has spent oh. most of her life on the road. <laughs> 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 no. Alice, 
So Alice has spent most of her life on the road, always one step ahead with the strange bad luck biting at her heels. But when Alice's grandmother, the reclusive author of a book of pitch dark fairy tales, dies alone on her isolated estate, the Hazelwood, Alice discovers how bad luck, um, how bad her luck can really get. Her own mother is stolen away by a figure who claims to come from the supernatural world where the fairy tales are set. Alice's only clue is the message left, left behind. Stay away from the Hazelwood. To rescue her mother, Alice must venture first to the Hazelwood, then into the world where her grandmother's tale began. Ooh. But it looks like we've got a letter from the author as well in here, which is really cool. And then a bit of promo for the next... Oh, no, information about the author. And a bit of promo author. for the next box. Ah, it's the magazine that's inside your loot crib, uh, your your fairy loot or your loot box mm. thing that quite often comes with a little magazine. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's so, in- yeah. Interview with the author, it says. Little magazine. Oh, it's interview with the author. It's an interview with the author. And uh, yeah, I think it's really cute, this little letter from the author as well. It looks handwritten. I think I th- it's. I mean, I'm assuming it's yeah. It's a copy of a handwritten note because you can see bits where the inks, um, the inks um, bled a little bit. What a lovely, lovely thing to do. I wonder, and I'm sure that publishing friends can can tell us. I wonder if the thing with something like a subscription box—that's what they're called, subscription boxes. The thing subscription with, boxes. Yes. The, the thing with a subscription box um, is that if you've got say. 2,000 people who subscribe to your box that's 2,000 sales of your particular book hmm. that, that's yeah. already kind of on there so I wonder how that works for me, I wonder if one of the reasons they have the, the subscription box special edition is so they can clearly delineate that as part of their sales Yeah. so when they're saying oh well we had, you know, we sold X number of copies, hmm. they can show because they, they, they did this with the Star Wars comic. The Star Wars comic came out. The Star Wars comic broke all records when they, Marvel relaunched it. Right. It broke all records. But when he broke down who bought, because comics don't sell massive amounts. Right. But magazines don't, as a general rule, they don't mm. sell huge amounts. Star Wars does very well, thank you very, very much, <laughs> by the way. Um, just in case you're wondering, if you want to know, you can email me and I'll give you the figures but I'm not going to blab them over the radio um, but yes we do very well um, but you want high figures so what had happened is The Walking Dead had announced that it had sold X loads mm. so I think Disney was just like right Star Wars we're going to do this thing but a free version came a free version came in a very popular subscription uh, box mm. uh, thing with its own special cover and it was a, it was quite a high number of people used because it's the most popular crate out there had yeah. this had this in, and then I was, I was wondering at the time it's like you've added all those figures together to get this very high number because it was like a million copies sold in the first week or something ridiculous like yeah. that uh, of this comic, but a percentage of that was you know convention giveaways and a percentage of that was was you know a loot box style thing and mm. so on. So I wonder how it works from it. You know, if you're a, if you're a publisher, if you're like get into get into a fairy fairy box, get into a, an owl crate, get into a thing because that's a really good way of. Yeah. I'd imagine you'd have to separate it somehow because Del didn't know she was getting that. Because if you walk into a bookshop and say, "I want the Hazelwood," then and you get a copy, 
then obviously that's that's how generally how it's supposed to work. That tells you the book is popular. Whereas if you do it by subscription crate, you've no idea what book is coming. So it's not that the person requested that book. They but just you still purchased it. Yeah, no, no. You, you definitely own the copy, but mm. you didn't I, request that. I, you didn't as, go into getting. As yeah. someone who was managing a subscription crate, though, mm. I I would be very very um, picky because mm. I want people to come back. So yeah, publishers are probably quite keen to be in a, a subscription box whereas the uh, the administrators of a, a subscription box are probably ex- therefore probably extremely picky but then there's going to be this line between you know as a, as a manager of a subscription box I'm sure they'd be like well we want that you know we want the latest Neil, Neil Gaiman every every month or the latest Joe Hill or the latest Sarah Pinbrook whereas mm. as a publisher I'd be like actually do you want to try this exciting offer that we think is going to be the next big thing yeah, but at the same time, I, mean, I, I, I think, yes, that's a good way of getting new authors in front of things. But when we've had this discussion before of things like uh, the fact that you know, some authors are asked to write, say, trilogies, and, they, you know, and the issues of getting a book two or a book three are dependent on the sales of book one. So if book one arrived in a crate like that, would you, you'd hope then that people would go to the shop and request book two or hope for book two in the next issue. But you can't really say, we've sold... But that's an interesting point, isn't it? Because You've sold it... a lot of book one... Can we use those sales to justify book two? Well, no, because they didn't know they were buying book one. Well, uh. Yes, but if they bought and read, if if I enjoy, if I subscribe to this box because I enjoy um, young adult science fiction adventures, and then someone sends me in my, I get one every month. And I read maybe I read two, three books a month because I'm an avid reader, uh, or or you know the average is one. I get this book. It comes in. It's part one. And then, in my in my box, a year in a year's time, it's a different book, but it tells me that the sequel to the one that I read last year is out now. Mm. So I go on to Amazon, get the second one, go and buy that as well. Yeah, because I because I want more of the story. Yeah, or do yeah. I do I do walk towards it? You can't you can't put a sequel in a subscription box. No, that's awesome. Because Unless it's people like, the kind oh, of sequel which does stand alone, but yes, yeah. So you would, yeah. If you've got like like those authors, for example, that, that write in a world, but the stories are, are separate, you don't mm. need to you don't need to have read others to to understand the world. Um, then fair enough. But if it's an, like an actual sequential book series, yeah. you couldn't put the second or third one in a subscription box. People, well, people like me would go like well crazy. Mm. I have a, a subscription to the Warhammer Forty K books. They, they yeah. turned up at random, um, and I, like I have a, su- a subscription to them. But they, 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 some of them are kind of like they slide into each other, but they're all kind of standalones. If you see what I mean. Yeah. But also, they they kind of know that I'm in for the long haul, so I suspect mm. I'm going to get all of the uh, Inquisitor series at some point. But they are all standalones. It's just that if you read the third one before you read the first one, you kind of go backwards. Because so, yeah. the idea is that he decays. Yeah. He corrupts. You, you don't know at what point people are going to jump into your subscription. Um, but I think so I think the thing that Fairy Loot do with the theming is a really good idea because I think I can see well how it would be difficult to keep people's attention if you're just like, we're YA fantasy fiction. Whereas if you can say, like, we're YA fantasy fiction, this month you'll get this then people aren't going to lose interest or start to be like, well, I might 
or what if it's something I don't want and, and things like that. There's it's also the thing where you want new books in your, your box because then there's a less chance that you already have it. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So um, I think one of the things they were saying is this is a new release. It's an edition exclusive to Fairy Loot. I think, I'm, I, think I read that. Um, so but also the film rights have already been signed. So that's another thing that will excite a lot of people. Um, and like, and I love YA and I love fantasy fiction. Um, so I'm... I, I'm excited. I, I was excited just at the concept of surprise books because it is it is like extreme blind date with a book, isn't it? Um, but I will, I will definitely, definitely read this. I also found another bookmark, which is a little bookmark of the um, Red, Little Red Riding Hood with bunny ears slash wolf eyes. Um, and then a little business card that is asking me to find my reading buddies. So one of the things that Fairy Loot asks you to do is an unboxing thing on Instagram. But they've given me a hashtag that only five other people's loot, um, fairy loot, has this particular hashtag. So then we will maybe find each other and have a little group of five to talk about our books. So rather than thousands of people, well, I don't know how many people subscribe to this, hundreds, maybe thousands of people all chatting about the same book we can have a small conversation with just the five of us. I think we should do that and see who becomes reading buddies of Brave New Words. I know, who's going to be a reading buddy for Brave New Words? But it says, Are like, we doing it as Brave New Words or as, as you? I'll do, I, I could do both. I'll do, I'll do some as me and some as... I, I, won't, I won't spam Brave New Words with Fairy Luke stuff, but I'll do at least one because it would be nice to, to kind of spread the love because I think this is a lovely thing and for what I paid, this was a lovely product. Um... But yeah, it's like one search the hashtag to see if any of your buddies has already uploaded a photo. If yes, say hi and enjoy your book with your buddies. If no, put put the kettle on and wait for your buddies, and put the kettle on and use my new mug. Yay, mug! That's that's preparation. That is. <laughs> do, you, do you want to give out the hashtag on the show or not? Well, oh, I don't then think because it's not a bit unfair on the other buddies if other people jump on. Yeah, I, I can see the point. Yeah, if, That's the point. Yes, yeah. it occurred to me. This is, well, yeah. Let's keep this exclusive then. I, yeah, I want to find we'll who, who our just our buddies. buddies are for the moment. And we can... And obviously, you know, if other people want to get in touch with us about this, then they, oh, they can yeah, do that too. Absolutely. If you if you have the same Loot Crate and you're, like, you've enjoyed it, come and chat to us. But um, Sorry, not Loot Crate, Fairy Loot. Um, but one of the things they do do is they generally sell out each month. But if there are any orders that get cancelled last minute, they do. you can buy past boxes if there are any left we should point out that we're not sponsored by fairy loot or no, any no, we're not. this, this is, is not lovely this is just a bit of fun that we're having because uh, we do normally a, a judge a judge a book show um so we thought we'd judge a box uh we've done these, <laughs> these before you yeah, know no, no, no. some of the books we get are because we get review copies and some of them are because we're just enthusiastic and we buy our own books yeah. that's very true yeah uh, that is the thing even though i get so many review books i have an inability to not I have, I can't not buy books. Is the sentence I'm trying to say? Like I still get so excited about buying books. That there my was house a, is full of books, even though I take books away from here as well. There was a recent meme. It's probably a little while old now. That the, the general idea of here is an escape room. You walk into a bookstore. <laughs> the doors are all marked. You have <laughs> an hour. The exits are clearly marked. You have one hour, and nobody in this room could could get out in that time. <laughs> no, not at all. I'm, I, I, Look, I, I don't think I've ever left a bookshop in an hour. Look, there are books on that shelf, and there's a comfy chair. It's a comfy chair, yes. And some bookshops have tea. <laughs> and Delta's actually worked in escape rooms. This is yeah. How yeah. fiendish is this on the difficulty scale? Oh, it would be it would be mental. <laughs> An escape room is actually cheaper. 
Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but oddly enough, they book up. They, you know, they have to have a schedule and everything. Where's the book so you can just walk in? So it's... <laughs> yeah, that's it. Could be open. Yeah. <laughs> and it's and it's you don't have to pay to go in either. <laughs> this is the adventure. Talk... Sorry, I'm making noise while I shut the box. It's all right. Talking film rights, by the way. Um, 84k, which is a book that we'll get round to. It doesn't come out till me. I've read Dell hasn't. I've not, but I have. I haven't read it either. Um, do you want actually? Do you want to? Do you, do you want to judge it by its cover? Because you have it in your hand. It's okay. in a black box. Cool. Yes. So it's it, in a very. It's in a very plain black box. So I'm not going to judge. That's not how it's going to arrive for people who are going to buy this, though. No. But no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, it's got a thing on this inside the lid. It's got a. Oh, it's got a blue butterfly fly with little red dots around the edge. I don't know what type of butterfly that is, though. I don't really know much about butterflies. Be on the inside of the lid, little blue butterfly. And then it's got nice teal tissue paper to protect the book, which literally just says 84K. And it's got, it's black and then in white. What would you call it when it's like faded around the edges? So it's the, the, the text, yeah, the text is quite shadowed. It's not very crisp, it's like fading. And it just says 84 and K. And it's got another one of these little blue butterflies, but the blue butterfly is like breaking up and um fizzling sort of to the ground but just says, not for sale this is an uncorrected bound proof from orbit for your review this oh. isn't us reviewing it because ed is the only one who's read it <laughs> but it's very pretty it tells me literally nothing but yeah. i'm not gonna lie yeah. because the spine says claire north yeah i'm gonna read it so i kind of personally i don't need it to say anything they're, apparently the rights for a TV series have already gone. <gasps> They're going to make it into a TV series. Do they, do they have any casting information? <laughs> <laughs> Says the actress. <laughs> that's, having read it, that's an interesting question. Oh though. no. Um, <laughs> I'm probably going to regret that, aren't I, when I read it. But actually, I'm alright. <laughs> but um, yes, I can, I can see why it without giving anything away it's dystopian fiction um, I'm not going to read the blurb because I don't like reading blurbs of books that I know I'm already going to read and I'm going to pass another book to uh, Mr O'Brien here to avoid me talking further about that book Okay. we promise we will get to that book review we this will. is not a show that we're doing book reviews we're doing judge a book when you downloaded it it said judge a book start the show we said judge a book we're judging books you were so, warned and we're, yeah we're judging books by their covers these are not reviews of the books in any way shape or form so, they are reviews of the artists in some way shape or form well this one is already pretty this one is pretty it is blue it's got a a, a dusk of a bot and Dell recognised it and I didn't um, this is A Wrinkle in Time by a Madeline Longle is this a folio book this is, is it a folio, folio society, society yes. <gasps> it's it's very pretty A Wrinkle in Time has been on my list for ages and ages and ages and I've never read it and it's because every time I go in a shop and think buy a wrinkle in time there's never a single copy there because someone else has already bought it that is a good sign for a book it's 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 like it's from it's the 70s isn't it it's it's an old story that's kind of one of the founders of 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 genre fiction for that age group I'd say they're making it into a Disney movie there's already a film isn't there from a long time it's not a new film it's like from a while ago but and i don't remember it being any good there's a forthcoming as i understand it like a new disney film 
I might have got it entirely wrong that it's Disney, but there's a forthcoming production. You might want to have a look in the inside because it's a society. Well, yes, I will do, but I'm I'm just going to cover the outside first. Um, So the the outside. (laughs) Sorry. So yes, there there appears to be. I'm I'm going to say an older woman and a probably a younger lad falling through snow. There's definitely some falling going on. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if the lad is falling or if the lad is trying to. Catch. Well, if it, if it's a scene from above, then they are on a blue landscape with white spots, and if it's a few from the side, then they are falling, and there's lots of white dots all around them, which, which could either be snow or stars, or but, bubbles, or bubble, or yeah, time. or bubble, uh, or time, or could be time, yeah, or um, salt. I I wouldn't know because I haven't read this, and I don't know much no. about it. The inside cover is this blanket. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the inside. No, it's look green. at the actual inside cover. If I flick through a couple of pages, uh, more artwork, which don't know if this means anything. To, there's constellations, and that's very pretty. Uh, yeah. It looks like it looks like someone's. Oh, those are his robes. I thought that was in the inside. Right, there is. There are three people looking at a man wearing robes, which are this slightly purple, which I initially took to be a doorway and. Walls, so I thought he was lifting the roof of the building and showing them the universe in a way, but I didn't it's actually it was a man. It I might not be a man, it might be, but I don't know. But I think, yeah, it looks like someone showing someone a world, isn't it? Yeah, lift, sort of lifting a globe which has constellations on it. Oh, this is pretty. So, who's it introduced by? Uh, introduced by Meg Rossoff. I don't know who that is, and illustrated <laughs> by Sam Richwood. London Folio Society, Richard. 2015. Sam Richard, rings a bell. Sam Richard does ring a bell. And there's a lot of titles on the contents. Folio Society are really interesting people to follow um, on visual medias at the moment. So, for example, on Instagram, they've recently done um, their competition, which is an open competition to illustrate one of their books. And this one is it's a Sherlock Holmes book. And so what they're doing is they're slowly introducing the... the um, I don't know if it's a short list or a long list, but essentially they're publishing the artwork that's been submitted. It's absolutely beautiful. They, but we've said that before, aren't they? They're, mm. they're always beautiful. Mm. Is, there are 12, I'm going to guess they're chapter titles rather than short stories yes, inside. I would assume. So this Which isn't something people do anymore, is it really? I rarely no. see a, a modern piece of fiction that's got a content of the chapters. That's a good point, actually. They used to be all, all books when I was little. I've recently acquired a, uh, a copy of a book. Um, this is because on, on Instagram we've t- taken pictures of um, books with the month spelled out. Yeah. Um, Did you buy a book to do your month? No, I, I bought a book <laughs> because of it. Because right, because um, when Ed did January, he used a book. He used Artemis to spell the letter A, and then when I got February, I initially grabbed my copy of Artemis and did the same thing and I was told no that's got a duplicate can't do that so I pulled my copy of Piers Anthony's and Eternity off the shelf and I used that instead Uh and that's book seven of a series which I have all the book seven in the series of and when book seven was released it was the final book in the series that was sort of early 90s okay book eight came out about a decade ago oh Uh, and I've never gone to a library or you know book took out or anything but I thought this week yeah I'm gonna buy a copy so I bought book eight this week um and but yeah, one of the things I noticed because books one through seven have this chapter titles usually in the front of the book, and yeah. chapter eight, book eight doesn't have this. So yeah, it must just be out of fashion. Mm. That's very pretty though. It's a yeah. nice blue as well. That's a, I know that sounds like a silly thing to say, but I find that a very pleasant blue. 
the first three chapter titles are Mrs. Watsit, Mrs. Who, and Mrs. Witch. <laughs> Excellent. Very pretty inside as well. Pretty, pretty. What have you got in your hands? Um, I have a book that is in a little black box. Ooh! And it has a picture on the front of a futuristic, kind of maybe police military-ish person. Um, and the badge on his helmet says 451, so I'm assuming this is Ray Bradbury, yes. This is Ray Bradbury, Fahrenheit 451. Also Folio Society. Um, the man on the front has a big red face, but it's nicely pleasing. It's very, like, grey, um, but then with little accents of red, so I can already tell that I'm probably going to read quite an angry book by, by doing this. So I'd say this is a good cover. I'm getting a good idea of an ethos of what's what's going on the inside thing is also blank but red let's find some artwork yeah there was there is artwork inside the wrinkle of time as well but we I didn't look at it there's like a picture of a robotic cat like animal chasing a luminous green x-ray rat that'll be a hound <laughs> ah it looks kind of catty but i don't know if that's just because of the rat nature of the thing but that's that's pretty. That's so nice. So are these the ones that Ooh, a picture of a moody man that looks a little bit like Garrett Headland. Um he's got a pipe with moody smoke. I will be reviewing uh, the Polio Society ones later on the show in another show. In another show. Um, these are these are so pretty. These are the ones that are, is is this one of the ones it's not like the crazy the crazy editions this is just like the ones it's a nice copy of that book with some nice artwork um, they do like mixes don't they some are like all out like this is beautiful and others are just like this is very pretty i, I think it's a this is very pretty but the thing with mm. like four five one is it's not a very big book it's not yeah a long book. it's not massive it's just important um yeah and it kind of shows its age actually because i reread it recently Mm. Um, for obvious reasons yeah and uh, yeah it does like bits of it again I'm trying to avoid reviewing it because I'm mm. like, I want to talk about this book but we'll talk about this book on a different show oh my sorry there's a a open page on a picture of someone being banned and like that's not a spoiler because it's you know literally a story about things being banned and like I know what that scene is Ah. I know where that happens, and it's just taking me aback a moment because <laughs> you're just like, no, I'm str- I'm back there, I'm back there, I'm back in that house, I'm back in that scene. Yeah. That that's exactly what you want. I was to say to that's do, amazing, though. though, isn't it? The fact that there's a story that can do that to you. I'm going to do this. This is the final Folio Society book. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to. Oh, this is excellent radio. We literally radio. can't explain this. There's an, <laughs> there's an optical animated effect thing yes. by taking the book out of its cover so what they've got is they've got uh, slanted lines on a um, see-through pane perspex panel kind perspex of panel and when you take the book out it 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 pulses and the reason it pulses and this is why I pronounce it wrong despite the fact that this is actually one of my favourite books I never get the name right so it's by Yurengi Samaten Zamiyatan Yangi Zamiyatin, never get his name right, and it's the book We, which oh, we. is which is one of the the dystopian fiction books. And I mean, really so is this like a 
current series they're doing of um, kind of founding fiction, so to speak? It seems to be. Because all of these have kind of kick-started a movement in literature, haven't they, to an extent? They, they, they are all really significant. Oh, we. Um, we is about a world where people literally live in glass houses. Essentially, it is founding dystopian science fiction written by a Russian, because of course it is. Um, that explains. The, I was going to say the, the the effect of the front cover as you pull the book out is you've got lots of heads inside heads and inside heads when you pull it out. And I was thinking this is a sort of Matryoshka thing. Ah, yeah, that's nice. Um, the box is very pretty, and the book is very pretty. Again, it's very greys and blacks. There's 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 no kind of colour joy in there so you know you're about to read like a serious piece of fiction so I'm just having a moment because I think I've just realised something about the introduction give me a second Ed is having a moment because he's looked inside the cover and forgotten the point of the yeah, story. sorry um, the introduction on this one is by um, Ursula Le Guin oh wow so who now, passed away recently now um, we're all sad so I, I've just had a, a moment of going oh um, I'm going to put that away. You've made about, yourself sad, haven't you? I made myself sad. It's a weird thing about Folio Society books is that, because I've, I've read the actual books, but I must confess I don't have a copy of Fahrenheit 451 because it'll have been let out at some point. It'll have gone the way that books go. Yeah. Um, but I won't lend out the, 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 you don't lend out the Folio Society version. No. So, so they sit on your shelf looking unread but the reason you want them in the first place is they're so beautiful it's a bit scary to read them isn't it it is they're so pretty um, but you have a book i have a book um it is a review copy so i don't know whether this is going to how it looks when it's on a shelf it's just simple it's on the front long live the king and the good king and a crown underneath it are in gold lettering the, the the remaining words long live there are in, all in white text above, and the rest of the cover is just black. Yeah, it's very stark, very clean. Yes, yeah. the actual title from the, the spine: uh, Raymond E. Feist, King of Ashes, with King again highlighted in gold. Raymond E. Feist. The King of Fantasy is back with an all new series. I thought David Gemmell was the King of Fantasy. The title will have been passed I, on <laughs> by this point, I think. But long live the king as well. Yeah. Yes. The, the, the whole thing. Um. The the. the the blurb just says there were five great kingdoms. Now only four remain, but there are whispers that the long kingdom's heir, lo- the lost kingdom's heir, the legendary and dangerous Firemane, has survived. Dot dot dot. Coming in April. Oh, see, Raymond D. Feist made me excited, and now that little blurb is maybe not excited. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's fine. It's yeah. kind of it's that idea of like there's there were four, five. Now there's four, but the one who ran the fifth one isn't dead. Cool. The heir of the fifth one, yeah. yeah. It isn't dead. Okay. We, what, there's nothing to be an heir of from the sounds of it, so enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure that, that there is absolutely 100% it, more to it. Yeah, no, I'm certain there is as well. You, you, you do get the sense of, okay, there were five, now there are four. That sort of gives you the impression of, right, well, the four that survived must be pretty special because they're still there. Yeah. Why are you telling me about the fifth one? <laughs> yeah, so that, oh, granted, there must be a reason. And it's yeah. Raymond D. Feist, so again, I think people are, some people will read this because it's Raymond D. Feist, so they're going to read it, 100%. Dale has a book. Oh, I have Star Wars The Last Jedi Expanded Edition by Jason Fry. 
Ooh. It's white and black and red. Um, so All the over. front has a picture of Ray, um, very small at the bottom, holding up a lightsaber, which then shoots through the rest of the image and is dividing Luke Skywalker's face on the left with Kylo Ren's face on the right, who uh, I literally only worked out the other day is the guy who's in Girls. And I'd never noticed that before, so well done you at being a chameleon. I like the, <laughs> the light effect goes up, you know, all the way to the top, as you'd expect you know, a, a shiny sword to do. It yeah. also goes slightly to the side, as you expect sort of starlight to go, because it's the three-pointed sword, that the lightsaber that they've got in that yeah. film. And she's, I think as well, she's like a special light, isn't she? So it's kind of giving off this idea of special things, because it's, it's blue and very radiating near where she's holding it. But then by the time the lightsaber gets to the top of the image, it's red. So the blue is the only colour on this that isn't black and red and then the, the white background. Um, very dramatic. I, I kind of, it's making me care. And the back simply says, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, dot, dot, dot. Um, Which for some people is above, all you need. <laughs> above the barcode says science fiction, just to clarify. Because mm. um, you, you might not know. Um, I, I don't like that the, the words uh, a long time ago on a galaxy far far away on the back cover are in red yeah. rather than blue. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna read anything from inside because I feel like didn't you have to sign an NDA on this? Yeah. Cool. So I won't I won't open it. <laughs> <Yeah>. So um, <laughs> because there's spoilers for the for the NDA, um, but the, you know, that's basically the movie poster. So I think we can judge it by its cover. Yeah, it's pretty. Uh, it says Star Wars. Uh, I've got Back to the Future staying in the movie thing. Based on the movie written by Robert Zemeckis and Bob Gale, illustrated by Kim Smith, it's a plot pop classics. And the cover is literally a, a cartoony, childlike version of Martin McFly in a cartoony version of the, the Back to the Future car. And these. This is a children's book version of the Back to the Future movie. Is it the same series as the X-Files one? Yes. Oh, that was so good. There was another one as well, was there? There's an E.T. I was about to say, was it E.T.? Yeah. Oh, amazing! So, so yeah. big, big eyes, big <laughs> face, looks like a six-year-old, basically. Mm. Uh, on the back, we have uh, a version of Doc Brown, who also looks much younger. He looks like a, looks like a very <laughs> friendly grandpa. He does. Um, and we've got the we've got the, the lines of fire spoilers for Back to the Future if you've not seen it. There are lines of fire. Yeah, there's, there's, <laughs> we've got lines of fire of a, of a time machine and a, a little plate saying out of time spinning as well. I'm gonna quickly have a flip inside um, the the <laughs> inner cover. There's lots and lots of clocks, and it is a, a big and bright children's book of an affair. Um, there is. <laughs> There's an illustration of the 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 famous time traveling car, and if you remember in the movie, they have they're, they're gonna send, they send Einstein through originally yeah. the dog, and we've got an illustration of the dog. Looks like <laughs> this adorable grin on its face, and he's holding the steering wheel because obviously he has a license. Um, <laughs> but yes, that 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 I would I would judge that by its cover and by the sh- by, I, I by am, the heck out of that. I am I am slightly surprised by that one because it's. 30-year-old movie. Um, I mean, okay, obviously, E.T. was... Was the E.T. actually just the one... Was that just a retelling of the film as well? What they're doing is they're marketing to adults with children. Yeah. Right. And the people who are old enough to remember Back to the Future fondly mm. now have six-year-olds. 
Right. Yeah. They all buy this for their children. I was going to say, the bad thing, I mean, I know it's got a, there is an age rating on the movie, but that's only because they, they swore specific moments in the film just to get the higher rating, really. Because I remember watching that film with with oh. certain words replaced for for TV broadcast and, <laughs> uh, as a kid, so that it, it, didn't, it met the age requirement okay. But, There's no Melon Farmers in that movie, is there? <laughs> Lol. No. But um, you, when you when this baby hits eighty eight miles an hour, you're going to see some serious stuff. Is the version oh, that went, yeah, made yeah. it to TV, and it's not the version you get on the on the, on, the, on the DVD <laughs> copy. As a friend of mine who has kids realised to her surprise when she showed it to her kids. <laughs> <laughs> Let's watch the DVD. It has a few select swear words, but that's I think explicitly to get the slightly higher age rating. At my wedding, which was a number of years ago now, um, one of the songs was "Raise Your Glass" by Pink. Because it's uh, raise a glass if you are if you are weird, which we felt was appropriate for our guests. Um, but they are they are two standout swear words that are kind of uh, vocal sotto kind of like they're, they're, they're outside the song, but they're part of the track. Mm. Um, and yeah, I totally forgot that. And obviously, we also had small children, quite small children <laughs> at the wedding. But um, I hopefully, hopefully, I, I think both angry parents just thought it was just a guest swearing, which was fine. Uh, because, you know, guests did that a lot. Well, so, with, um, with that exception, the movies themselves are pretty kid-friendly. They are. Yeah. Well, kid-friendly, you have a book there. I have a book there, which I don't think, I, I don't know if we can use this, because the title is 100 Games to Play Before You Grow Up. And I don't know which of us plans to grow up, so I don't think we're ever going to... Well, that means we can play them. Yeah. It was before you grow up. Yeah, is, this isn't in preparation for doing Just don't it. finish. There's 101 games, so only do 100 of them and then you're fine. Fair. Exciting and fun games to play everywhere. And it's 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 got some a couple of kids playing uh, with a basketball, it looks like. Uh, and there's a dog. And there's a lot of uh, playing cards and dominoes and... I think that's Uno. And a Pokeball. Uno! Oh, gods. There's a Pokeball. <laughs> there's a Pokeball, which gives you a hint as to the fact that it might not be that bland. Well, no, I was just thinking, what on earth... What, okay, now I've got to look through it, because I want to know what game kids are actually going to be playing with a Pokeball nowadays, in the, you know, if they go outside and play. Can you get actual Pokeballs? Yes. I'm sure you must be able to. Yeah, but they don't work the same way as they... Do they? Yeah, yeah, you get what you get. You is, throw a Pokeball at your friend, and the, you know, it absorbs the dog. And No, what you have is you have a little device that's the shape of a Pokeball that's connected to your phone, and then when the augmented reality on the phone detects a Pikachu... Right. You, you press the little Pokeball symbol and it catches the Pikachu for you. So is one of the 101 games Pokemon Go? This is what I'm wondering, whether you need a phone to use, uh, need a mobile phone device to use this book contents of the book. It says on the back, just games for the entire family, paper and pencil, card and board games, indoor and outdoor games, and tips for winning. 101 games for you to check off your list. Can you play them all? Ah. But I don't know... So if, if it's got Uno on the side, I, think I assume some amount of commercial product I like Uno though Uno is good hmm. yeah it's good family game quick cool should, should I judge a book you should yeah. judge a book I've got a book here that it, right okay so it's a black cover ish it's got a sword it's referring to Pokemon the trading card game ah sorry oh. I, I sneak I snuck a look inside I think it mentions Magic the Gathering it does there are trading card games sorry um, what do you have so it's there, there is a sword the sword has carelessly been set on fire. This, this um, is disgraceful, you know, sword ownership. Sword on fire. Uh, we can see the hilt. We can see the, the actual sword itself. And uh, the leather binding. 
Um, there is it's it's slammed into the ground and there's like broken stuff. So this is this is the sparks everywhere. So this is this is blatant sword abuse. Um, so I'm assuming it's a fantasy novel. Mm. Um, it's quite interesting colour use as well. It's not normally on books where you'd have a flaming sword that there'd be a like purple in it as well. So it makes it quite pleasing to look at. It's, there's a rune as well. There's a little fifth orc rune. Uh. I beg your pardon. There's a little fifth orc rune uh, on the on the side there, and it says "A Time of Dread" by John Gwynn. Um, oh, I'm pleased you said that because I read it. I thought it said "A Time of Dream" because I obviously didn't actually look at it properly. Dread. dread. Big D. Interesting dreams. Uh, your first step into the world of blood and bone. You're all right, actually. Uh, <laughs> the Ben Elim, a race of warrior angels, or oh, you don't say, once vanquished the mighty demon horde. Oh. Uh, now they rule the banished lands. Oh. Uh, but their dominion is brutally enforced, uh, and, and their ancient enemy it may not be crushed as their first fought. You don't say. In the snowbound north, Drem, a traveller, finds mutilated corpses in the forests, a sign of demonic black magic. In the south, Riv, a young tempestuous, so- so- ah! a young te- tempestuous soldier, discovers a deadly rift between the Benelin themselves. Two individuals have two world-changing secrets. Blah, 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 blah. All I'm thinking at the minute is, I want there to be a place somewhere which Ed is narrating, having never read the script before... <laughs> And I want to hear that narration of, and watch as it just goes, oh, that ha- oh, God. Um, <laughs> that's a bit saucy. <laughs> there isn't... Oh, sorry, the that's completely not judging the book at all. Three of the shadows wield the sword. That's yeah. on fire. No. Everything you've said is, is stuff I've read before. Yeah. Unfortunately. I'm sure that there is something, there is original thought in there and there's... Be, it'll be different to other books, but I feel like if you've read a lot of that fiction, it's just another piece of a lot of that fiction. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Well, it's it's blurb writing, isn't it? Because it's you know, as we said, you know, this um, the yeah. the first before it, you know, there are kingdoms and one of them's gone, but there's an heir, and that one's there are world changing secrets. That's great, but that doesn't really and angels. So yeah, I'm someone who writes um, a lot of blurbs of other mm. books that I've not read. Because in the Starburst coming soon section, there are books that are not out yet. Yeah. That don't even have that. Like they have a cover, but the final draft hasn't been finished. So there's not even an arc version, and that that needs to be um, six weeks after the magazine is not in publication. So like you know, if, if the February you might have stuff from March and April in there. Mm-hmm. So or even further along, and I might have seen the arc versions. I might have seen the book, but I might not. Have. What I normally have is a lot of press releases, and I go through and I go, "Oh, that looks good. Oh, that looks good." And I pick eight mm. every month, and I try and get some small press in there, and I try and get some graphic novels and some, you know, I try and get a variety of stuff for the coming soon section. But I've not read any of these books, mm. so because I'm just saying, you know, eight book, It's literally a list of eight books that look good to us. Yeah. Mm. Um, and they're literally blurbs. They're not micro reviews. Sometimes I have read them, and you can tell, and you can tell the difference because if mm. I've read the book in the in the, the hundred word micro thing, if I've read it, it'll be like dead on accurate what the book's about. If it's not, it's literally a man, a sword, a dragon, a polar bear, some confusion, biscuits, and like that 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 
that's it. Because you can't... A polar bear and biscuits, I would read them. But I would like to think that if you're writing the blurb that is actually on the back of the book, you have knowledge of the book. Not like, necessarily. Oh, wow. Well, I mean, in, in defence of the Fires oh. of the Merlin, it, it does say it's an uncorrected proof. This isn't the copy that's going to be on shelves. I'm assuming, I'm hoping that the person who's going to write the blurb is going to write a bit more of it. No, well, yeah. <laughs> I think if, if a the, rain, the blurb can be corrected for, for this one. If it a can be saved. Feist is going out arc copies are going out for review they're going to get reviewed like yeah essentially this has landed on your desk because you are going to be reading it and you're going to be talking to people about it yeah i mean it has a couple of quotations on it as well anyway but i'm yeah. hoping based just on the blurb that there's going to be more to shall it. we shall we rush through oh i have altered carbon nobody lives forever by richard morgan um, but this has a picture of the Netflix TV version poster on, which is pretty cool. Alter Carbon, it's been out for a little bit, and it's actually interesting because all the covers for it over that time are so different to each other. It's really, really cool. Uh, but this is a body in a little sealable bag with a gun inside, and the body inside has a little mask on, and it says fragile and psychasic. Psychasic? Meh. Uh, that, uh, but Nutrisac single-use sleeve storage. Don't know what that means. Always lift with two people, so it's got some nice health and safety on there. Keep you keep you safe. Um, but yeah, this is this is a Golan's book uh, for the new. It's bit well, it's a new t- Netflix TV series. They've clearly made a new cover for the books to connect people to them. Yeah, yes. Uh, sometimes though, he's Richard Morgan, and sometimes Richard K. Morgan. That is true. But do we know why? I didn't ask him. No. I feel like we need to ask again. If, if you're listening, Richard K. Morgan, please let us know why. What, yeah. what's the story of the K? Yeah, what's the story of the K? Okay, uh, I have The Hollow Tree by James Brogdon. And this straight away, this, this isn't under up, but this would actually, this looks a lot more exciting. We have a, a black tree on a green background. It's very green. It's very green. I don't think there's... I think it's just the tree and a green background, and there's a bird in the oh, tree. Oh, is there's... that a crow I see on that book? Oh, I think it is. I think we should tell RJ Barker. I think RJ Barker needs to see this one. Look at that little crow up there. What a lovely hollow tree with its crow. We are so mean. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But the Mary subtitle on it is just, Who Danced with Mary Before She Died? That's a lot more interesting than some Ooh, Lost Kingdom. So, yeah. Now see, you, you, we've already got an interesting question. <laughs> Who's Mary? Who, yeah. Who, yeah, why is she dancing? Who did dance with her? Yeah, I mean, I mean there's, re- there's a rest of the blurb as well, but you know, just that, that'll, that's a start. I mean, yeah, you know what? Yeah, I'd read that just from Who Danced with Mary before she died. I won't read the rest of the spot. Brilliant. The Warning of R.J. Barker. I've got Blood of Assassins by R.J. Barker. Does it have a crow on the front? It does not have a crow on the front. It does not have a crow on the front. So it's red, uh, mostly red, blood red, because it's Blood of Assassins. And the Ov, by the way, has a little dagger into the O. Oh, that's nice. Blood of Assassins, R.J. Barker. I have read this one. Um, ah. And here is a... a picture a, of R.J. Barker. Yeah, there's a slash... <laughs> <laughs> there, there is a slash of, 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 light, of light into the red and then there's a, an army because the tired land is at war uh, to save a king, to kill a king and then R.J. Barker's bottom. Um, <laughs> and, well, no, it's, in a, it's a guy in a trench coat or a big leather coat. Who looks a lot like R.J. Barker. <laughs> With long dark hair like RJ Barger, who's tall like RJ Barger, with his back to 
So we can't see. So we so can't, we can't see. see the eyeliner to know so, if it's RJ Barker. Um, but he's back and he's carrying some swords. I don't know if RJ has swords, but I'd be disappointed if he doesn't. Uh, and there we go. That, I mean, the thing is, I know Age of Assassin, so I'd look at that and go, yes. And you know, the, the mm. previous one was a colour and a slash and an illustration. Um, I think you've, I think you've misquoted the this, this subtitle. So to save a king, kill a king, not to save a king to kill a king, which oh, yes. sounds like um, which sounds very different. That that is true. Can um, I just say from seeing it that I'm very pleased that the spine of that book has a number two on it. Brilliant, well done. <laughs> also, if RJ had a tattoo of a crow on his bottom, then then it would count. No, it wouldn't. You wouldn't be able to see it. Not saying that we need to see RJ's bottom <laughs> on books. <laughs> And on that note, we're going to leave. So, RJ, right in. They'll, they'll know what, don't, what's don't going on. No, no, no. <laughs> what has shall, happened? Shall we very quietly leave? No. Um, <laughs> Let's find a lovely author. You can. Uh, we haven't got time for a lovely author, so, uh, oh. so, so it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from me.